Hello and welcome back to the Lit With Prayer podcast. I'm your host, Dane Camella. Welcome to part two of Facing Imminent Danger, Esther chapter one through four. Before we begin this chapter, please go ahead and subscribe wherever you're listening in. It helps us reach more people with the word of God every single week. And if you'd like to leave us a review on Apple, please go ahead and do so too. That helps us so much. If you would like to support our ministry further, check out litwithprayer.com, L-I-T-W-I-T-H, prayer.com, and consider picking up any of our resources um, from our jewelry to our devotional books and more stuff to come soon. Without any further ado, let's jump in. Last week, we left the story of Esther with a death sentence over the Jewish people. The wicked Haman had talked to the king of Persia into signing a proclamation that on a certain day, all the Jewish people would be killed, including women, children, young and old. Haman allowed his hatred for Mordecai, the Jew, to include every person who was of the Jewish race. Little did Haman know that the queen Esther was also a Jew. She kept her identity a secret because her uncle told her not to reveal it. She was an orphaned, she was orphaned as a child when both of her parents died and she was adopted by her uncle Mordecai. When the king was looking for a new queen to replace his disobedient wife, he had his men search the kingdom for the most beautiful young virgin woman who would be considered as the next queen of Persia. Esther was one of the young women taken for this completion. Although it sounds glamorous, the young woman taken would all have to sleep with the king and if not chosen to be his queen, they would become a part of his harem and not have their own husbands or families. Esther was a beautiful and lovely and found favor with the servants that helped her, and when her time came to visit the king, he fell in love with her and he chose her to be his queen. Queen Esther could only visit the king when he called for her. If she were to go see him without being called, she would be killed unless the king lifted his golden scepter, allowing her to visit. When the news got back to Esther about the decree to kill all the Jews, Mordecai asked her to go to the king and and asked him to save her people. Mordecai made it clear to Esther that God may have chosen her to be in this position for such a time as this. He said if she did not act, God would deliver his people, but she would not be spared. If she kept silent, she would not be spared according to Mordecai. But if she went to the king without being called, she could be killed. She had to make a difficult decision and called for her people to fast from food and water for three days. Esther and all her maidens fasted as well. When you're experiencing very difficult times, you may want to seek God and fast as well. Fasting doesn't have to be without food and water, but it can be for a short period of time or certain types of food or beverages. Fasting helps us focus on God, although at first it can be somewhat difficult if you've never done it before. If you feel led by God to fast, make sure you use wisdom and do it safely. Fasting one meal a day could be a good start. Do your research and ask God for guidance. Today, intermittent fasting has become very popular and has shown many benefits. Although the Bible does not command Christians to fast, it was, co- it was common practice combined with prayer and worship. In Matthew chapter 17, verse 14 through 21, Jesus' disciples could not cast out a demon out of a little boy. When the boy was brought to Jesus, he rebuked the demon and the boy was healed from the epileptic seizures that caused him suffering, severe suffering. He would often fall into the fire or fall into the water. When disciples asked why they couldn't command the demon to come out of the boy, Jesus replied that they had unbelief. He also went on to say, this kind does not go out except by prayer and fasting. Fasting helps us weaken our unbelief and build up our faith so that we can pray and see results. So next time you decide to do a fast, maybe because you have a major decision to make in your life or you're going through some difficult challenges, dedicate it to getting closer to God with prayer and worship. Personal development tip of the week. Do you ever feel like a hypocrite in your Christian walk? 
One day you feel on fire for Jesus and the next day you spend absolutely no time with him. I get it. And we've all been there throughout our walk. And the Bible speaks so strongly on the word hypocrisy. Take a moment to read a few of the scriptures below around this topic, and it really starts to hit you hard. I'll read them if you're listening right now. 1 John 2, 4 says, If someone claims, I know God, but doesn't obey God's commandments, that person is a liar and not living the truth. James chapter 1, verse 22 says, But don't just listen to God's word. You must do what it says. Otherwise, you are only fooling yourself. The final verse I want to share with you, and there are many others on hypocrisy that you can look up, is James chapter 4, verse 4. And it says, you adulterers, don't you realize that your friendship with the world makes you an enemy of God? I say it again. If you want to be a friend of the world, you make yourself an enemy of God. And I know that hits hard. It hits hard for me when I read those. And that's something we all have to work on. And even from my own experience, I've been at those times where it makes me feel almost worse. Can you relate? One very crucial thing to keep in mind is that even if your faith has been and will continue to be tested on a regular basis... God still loves you. You have to remember that because of the mercy God has on all of us by sending his son to take the judgment of God that he had for us on himself on the cross in Calvary. That price was paid for and has been paid for for your life and eternal salvation in heaven when you give your life to Christ. John 3.16 is one of the most popular Bible verses, but we have to also remember what it says in John chapter 3, verse 17. God sent his only son into the world, not to judge the world, but to save it through him. Isn't that good to know and remember, especially when you feel like a hypocrite Christian, that God still loves you so much and knows you're not perfect and falls short of his glory, but you can remain hopeful because the work is finished. Anytime I remember or think about the price that Jesus paid for my life, it helps me alleviate those feelings that the enemy wants to condemn you with to make you feel like you're not doing enough to be a Christian. We're not performance Christians working under the law. We are working under the message of grace that Jesus has already done for our lives. And you have to remember that. I have a question for you if you're listening to this because I'm very curious. And if you want to enter your question or your answer to the question, head over to litwithprayer.substack.com and you can put in your comment. How are you working on this area of your life when it comes to feeling like a hypocrite? If you feel open to share, we'd love to know and we'd love to support and pray for you in this area, especially if you're struggling with it at this point in time in your life. Prayer for the week. Father God, thank you for this new day and how you have been helping me to understand your word more. I know I don't always get it and struggle at times to even spend time in your word. I'm so thankful to know that you still love me no matter how close I feel to you in your word. Bring me peace and restore anything that feels off on how I feel towards myself so you can shine your reflection through me to others today. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you so much for tuning into this week's podcast. If it helped, share it with a friend. You never know who might need to hear this message. Part three will continue next week and we'll finish up this series. And I just appreciate you guys so much and thank you for the support. Make sure you subscribe, leave us a review, consider supporting our ministry at litwithprayer.com. It means so much. And we got more and more stuff to come as 2023 approaches. Have a great rest of your week and God bless you.